like a fetish club for your ears. Grab a hot drink and turn down the lights. Coming across the airwaves and into bedrooms everywhere, BDSM United is bringing you non-violent, consensual kink education. This isn't for the kiddos or for the cookie-cutter conservative vanilla prudes. We'll be talking bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadomasochism, and more today on this BDSM United podcast. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me for another BDSM United podcast in our series, which is Identities and Roles in the BDSM Lifestyle. In our last podcast, it was part six, miscellaneous top and bottom roles. And today is an extension, like a part two of part six, so maybe part six B, where we talk about some more miscellaneous top and bottom roles that really don't fit elsewhere in the series. And the reason why I uh, switched it was because uh, in the original series, these were included in part six, but um, these deal with uh, things like um, animals uh, and uh, not bestiality, but no um, animal role play. And you'll see what I mean in just a moment. So let's first start out right here with animal play. That's someone that behaves and or dresses like an animal. The principal theme of animal role play is usually the voluntary or involuntary reduction of a human being to an animal. Animal role play may or may not involve sexual activity. This can be done in a group, something like a furry play party. Pet play. Within pet play, only the bottom takes on the role of an animal. The top remains human, and it treats the bottom as a pet. The bottom may have ears or a tail to match that animal. It may have a collar, may have a water or food dish, and it may participate in eating and drinking out of those dishes on a floor. It may sleep in a crate or on a pet bed, it may use the bathroom similar to the pet, like outside on a puppy pad, uh, sometimes in a diaper or a litter box. A pack. A pack is a group that identifies as primal. Alpha. Alpha is the prime top in a BDSM scene or pairing. And a mate, those who have formed a bond through primal play. That's M-A-T-E. Um, handler. Handlers are top during an animal play scene. They typically give instructions or orders to the pet slash bottom. Most commonly, um, handlers are involved in pet play. That is uh, pups and ponies. A pet. This is a bottom role in animal play, and like other role-playing activities, the extent of animal play depends on the preferences of the participants. Uh, Entry-level animal play often involves imitating the sounds of animals, crawling about on all fours, being hand-fed or petted, or wearing a collar. In more 
extreme cases, a human pet may wear masks or prosthetics or undergo bondage-based body modifications to more closely resemble the animal. A pony boy or a pony girl. These fall under the umbrella of pet play. And is a bottom dressed in a harness, often very decorative, usually with a bit gag and a butt plug with a tail. Um, often they'll pull their top in a cart. And there's meetings and competitions that are held for fans or participants of pony play. A furry. Um, see, uh, uh, well, part of animal play. A furry can be a top or bottom and the furry fandom is a subculture interested in uh, animal characters with human personalities and characteristics. A furry is a person who identifies as an anthropomorphic role. And furry is sometimes part of the leather community. Or sorry, no, not that. <laughs> um Boot black is sometimes part of the leather community. Sorry, uh, that was going to be my next one. Uh, furry sometimes involves wearing uh, furry suits or costumes. So part of the leather community is a boot black. Uh, a, it is a person who applies leather care techniques to a pair of boots or other leather items. Boot blacking may be part of a gesture of submission a part of military-style uniform play, or a part of boot worship, but it does not necessarily need to be part of a scene, and it may be a service given privately or publicly at bars, clubs, or events. Let's shift our focus uh, to uh, kind of back to... Uh, back to um, something that's similar to... Uh, pet play, which is primal play. Um, primal play is a type of BDSM play that focuses on raw feelings and actions of our natural impulses and urges. Sometimes it can be animalistic, and sometimes it's very just humanistic. Uh, getting in touch with our our very raw human emotions. A primal predator, uh, sometimes called a hunter. Someone who seeks to hunt and attempt to capture prey. A primal prey is someone who seeks to be hunted by a predator. But again, this would be consensual. In, uh, it would be a consensual uh, predator-prey situation. It wouldn't be kidnapping or injuring or anything like that. A brat tamer, a top that enjoys the, act, the acting out or having their buttons pushed, so to speak, by the bottom to the point where they either attack in like a primal play response or give them a, uh, a fun type of punishment or pleasing type of punishment, mostly related to something like impact play. It's uh, similar to the goal of a Sam, which we discussed in a prior episode, which was smart-ass masochist. And it is similar to a punishment scene, uh, which is a punishment role play. Um, a brat. A brat is someone 
a uh, that pushes the boundaries and rules within a scene to get a type of role play dominance or pain from their top, who is the tamer. A brat is a bottom role, and this is a form of primal play or pain play that is similar to a smart-ass masochist. Shifting gears again, because this is some miscellaneous episode here, Part B, which uh, uh, we're going to be talking about um, exhibitionism and voyeurism. And uh, just a note that it is an absolute must to get the consent of the people around you. It's unethical and, in most cases, illegal without their consent. These acts alone are vanilla, but they're often mentioned on things like kink checklists, FetLife, and other websites as part of BDSM, since a lot of kinks encompass forms of exhibitionism and voyeurism during a scene. Exhibitionist is a fairly broad term, as it includes everything from sexual acts performed in public to exposing oneself or another in public. Some people enjoy exposing themselves in public because of the shock value. Others like the possibility of getting caught, but they don't actually want to get caught, or they really don't want to do something that is criminal. Um, Just make sure that if you do this, it's done ethically and with the consent of those around you. In other words, Before you flash your genitalia at someone, you need to have the consent of others, uh, of others knowing or consenting to the fact that they're going to see genitalia. Uh, Voyeurs, a voyeur finds pleasure watching people engaging in private acts, including but not always sex. Um, This can be in a club or a dungeon or in private. And consent is a must, no matter the location. And this should be done ethically and with the consent of those you are watching. And as always with exhibitionism and voyeurism, you want to take special care not to do these things where anyone who is a minor or a child could be exposed uh, to either of those. Um, Kinksters. This is someone that enjoys kinks. It doesn't have to be within BDSM. It could just be kinks in general. And it's somebody who doesn't necessarily seek a power exchange dynamic or any kind of identity within the BDSM lifestyle. Hedonist is a person with with a strong focus on the pursuit of pleasure, especially the pleasures of the senses. I'm Primal Piggy. This concludes our miscellaneous Part B of uh, Part Six B of uh, of uh, miscellaneous top and bottom roles. Uh, I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me for this BDSM United podcast. You can find all of our resources at www.bdsmunited.com. And I realize that we cover just a wide gamut of things in this podcast episode. But these were just things that didn't really kind of fit elsewhere, but we wanted to be thorough and give you definitions for things that you've probably heard.
Um, it was a joy speaking with you today, and I'll talk with you again soon. Before you go, head on over and visit our friend Nookie at datingkinky.com. She's been a longtime supporter and friend of whips, chains, and duct tape, and she's built a very inclusive service that is Dating Kinky. Built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla, and it's free. But also check out a Plus membership. It gives you access to nine books, three online classes, and over 250 webinar replays. That's nearly 400 hours of kinky education. Plus membership is an amazing deal. You also get access to amazing features like voice and video chat. That's datingkinky.com.